Hey everyone, welcome back to the Pilot's Wife podcast. This is Amy McLaren. I'm not that good at asking for what I want sometimes because I'm I'm one of those mums and wives who's very aware of other people's needs and, and I'm just really keen to just get on with meeting those needs because I guess I'm always thinking about it. You know, like most of us, most of us mums, that's kind of how we are and uh, I guess we're um, stereotypically female behaviour is to be a good companion and to and to look after others and I guess I guess I fall comfortably into that role as well and I'm not saying that it's a bad thing but it's um but it's probably not the best way to be in a relationship all the time so I'm going to talk about that a little bit today just being honest from my own perspective something that I default towards that maybe I uh need to work on and so I did I practiced that this week and I tried something and it felt really good so I want to share about that so here's the question for those of us who don't have a picture perfect relationship who don't put our highlights reel on social media and pretend it's all rosy where can I get some down to earth inspiration without any religious barriers who can give me real life encouragement help me be a better spouse and tell me how to get an even more enriching relationship without becoming a doormat? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Amy McLaren, and this is the Pilot's Wife Podcast. Now, most people that I would share that with, you know, that tendency to always think about other people and just do things for my wife, my wife, my husband and my kids all the time, and not sort of think about me really ever, people would say, oh, that's, you're such a saint. And it's not, you know, no, a saint, that is not a saint. So if, if it's, you know, if, if we do that constantly, if, if I'm always just doing what other people need in my family and I'm never looking after myself and never asking for something that I need for myself from my family, then at some point, and this might be after a, a few days or weeks, or months, maybe years, it doesn't matter how long you wait, at some point... Th- there's going to be a there's going to be an outbreak of some kind of emotion like this is I can't do this anymore it's too much I need to take care of myself and when you hold it in and ignore that for too long it, it, and then it comes out it's an explosive come out and for some people that it can be very damaging to relationships and especially the, the longer that that's held in the more d- damaging it is when it comes out a saint is someone who that never comes out of. And I just don't think there's that many saints in this world. So I'm not a saint because when I do it for too long, then at some point I get really upset and then I just go, ah, I need something. I need some time to myself or I need this or I need that. And so it's not a good thing to do that very often and never ask for what you want. And so today I'm talking about assertiveness. Now, the word assertiveness, I think, is... It can be seen as a very dirty word in relationships because there's this negative connotation. It has a bad reputation. If you're assertive, then you're not you're not thinking about other people. You're just trying to go after what you want, and it's actually that's actually the incorrect meaning of assertiveness. And I think that's why it has such a bad rap. And we uh, we when we counsel couples. We say you if if you tend towards not being assertive, then it's your own fault when things turn to 
turned crap, really, you know, because you, it's your responsibility to have some assertiveness in your relationship because you're going to have some needs for yourself. And if you ignore those and neglect those, then yeah, it'll come out as an explosion at some point. And there's, there's not many people who would be saints enough to do that their entire life and never, ever complain about it. And if there are one or two people like that, then yes, they're saints. But certainly not me and certainly not most of us. It comes out at some point or other. So the first thing to realize is that we tend to get these two words confused, assertiveness and aggressiveness. And I don't know about you, but for me, like having that many S's in a word is a sure trick for me to get the words confused like because I have this kind of visual um, memory and so I kind of see things when I'm when I'm thinking of them um, uh, they call uh, anyway so assertiveness and aggressiveness you know they've got these double s's in them <laughs> and um, so for me that's you know immediately and, and then there's also they've got that of you know that that aggressive and assertiveness so yeah I can see why they get confused but other people might not get them confused for that reason but anyway they do get confused so assertiveness is uh, sorry aggressiveness is where you are taking stuff without any thought for the other person and when you just uh, you're kind of forceful and attacking assertiveness is is asking for what you want and, and getting what you need but with respect of other people and being respectful of others but also and also making sure that you get your needs met so assertiveness is actually quite a nice word because just incorporated in it is this respectfulness of always being respectful of others when you're asking for what you need and so that's what we're talking about in relationships that's really really important it's being assertive every now and then and asking for what you need to keep you balanced and to keep you stable so that you can be the best that you can be and so as I said uh, sometimes I'm not very good at that and go for a while without doing that. And so this week I had an idea. I have in my calendar, and I started doing this a couple of years ago, I have in my calendar every seven weeks is date week for Josh and I. So what it means is that during that week, one of us has to arrange a date. or well, has to, but the plan is that we will. And so we have, luckily enough, we live close to both Josh's parents and my parents and so we can ask them to babysit once every 14 weeks so that we can kind of alternate if you know what I mean and so they also do some kind sometimes they kind of look after the kids for me while I do some work as well so we don't want to ask like over ask them so sort of on a seven week um, cycle we might ask Josh's mum to babysit the kids and we'll go out for the evening and then seven weeks later I might ask my mum and then the next seven weeks later, we might ask Josh's mum. And so we, we sort of said this to them, you know, would that be okay for you? And, and, and they both said, yeah, that's fine. Like every 14 weeks, that's, that's like three months apart. You know, that's not many times per year. So great. So this is what we've got. And so we had that in the diary coming up. And um, so I said to Josh, sort of at the end of um, like a few a few days ago I said to Josh hey date week's coming up next week now I know that uh, your mum's just been looking after the kids sort of today so we probably can't really ask her you know this week or, or next week but what about if you ask her the following week to organize um, to organize a date night because I knew that it was it was his mum's turn because last time it was my mum and whether it's my mum or his his mum or dad or whatever um, in the last few months it's been me 
organizing most of the dates um and there's a reason for that like Josh is you know in the past he's actually been really really good at that and I mean he used to go off you know for three or four days or five days on a trip and he would fly the plane and be working at that stage but you know like most of the time when they're in the year they're not having to do much the plane kind of flies itself and then when they land they're sitting in a hotel Josh would go for a run you know he's got plenty of time to think about this stuff and so he was pretty good at thinking up ideas and um coming up with date nights and stuff anyway since a year ago when he hasn't been doing that and he's been kind of going through this whole I've lost my whole career and my dream in life and stuff and and then he's gotten another job and he's been just getting into the headspace of that and you know new jobs are stressful as it is but when it's a new career uh, it's, it's it's stressful as well so his kind of capacity for thinking in that kind of way hasn't been that great and so I've been organizing the dates and so this time I saw it in the calendar and I was like you know what it would actually be really nice if Josh organized the date for once because it's really cool when someone else organizes this kind of surprise thing and just takes you out right <laughs> and so I thought you know what I'm going to ask Josh I'm sure he's in a space now where he can handle this I'm going to ask him to organize our next date so I did that and anyway he decided this time, because his parents are not together, and so he decided he was going to ask his dad because he wanted to do the date like this week when it was supposed to be our date week. Um, and so tonight we are going on a date and he's organised it with his dad. His dad's going to come over and babysit. And I'm so excited because he's planning it and he's working out what we're going to do and I just have to go along for the ride and enjoy myself. So anyway, that worked out really well because I asked him, and I asked him nicely, <laughs> And I made sure that it was a good time to ask, um, and it worked out well. So the reason that I'm talking about this is because, um, you know, like you can't just say to couples, you've got to be assertive in your relationship. You've got to just ask what you want um, and not kind of explain the context of what you have to have in place in order to be able to be assertive. Because like I said, assertiveness is about being respectful of others and being respectful of the other person. And I think when people are in a relationship where they've not not been used to asking for what they need or they feel like if they do ask for what they need, they'll be, you know, it'll be pushed back against them. Like, you know, why should I do that for you? This is all wrong. That's all wrong. These things are all wrong. I don't feel like I'm in a space where I can do something for you. You know, and that's something that happens when, you know, if that's the kind of the background, then those, you know, in those kinds of scenarios, people are going to struggle to ask for what they need. And so, what we've, what's really important to understand about having the backdrop of being able to be assertive in relationships, is that you have to have this mutual understanding of taking care of the other person. That you've that you you've got the other person's interests at heart, and that you do things voluntarily for them without them even asking, as a basis before you ask. For something that you need and so this is really easy to kind of talk about with engaged couples right couples that are getting married because they're in that phase of they're in love they're doing stuff for each other they're you know they're sharing and they're thinking of each other and what they want and they're being really um, I guess mindful because they're entering into this thing for the rest of their lives and they're at that space you know we all know what that's like if we're being married uh, and so it's kind of easier to have that conversation because they understand well they don't even have to understand that backdrop because they're in it they're in that that circumstance at the time but for couples who are you know years down the track and they've had issues and maybe they're struggling with the communication or there's some you know there's conflict resolution that's not happening in their relationship or something like that then being able to ask for what they want is probably like you know a no-brainer they just feel like they can't and so 
What to do before you start trying to be assertive and asking for what you want is to start trying to build up that that feeling in the other person that you are looking out for what they want. So if people are, if there's someone upset with you or, you know, if you're not getting along very well and you know that they want something from you, I'm not saying, I'm not saying be a doormat and just roll over and go, okay, I'll give you that. Because one, it's not going to make them feel like you've been thinking of them and you'll, and you'll, uh, you know, and you love them and you want the best for them. It's going to think, yay, I won because they did what I was asking I was asking for. And so that's not what I'm saying. Uh, what I'm saying is like, if you can think of something that you know that they would like that they haven't asked for, then that's a way to show them that you're thinking of them. But you're not a doormat because you're doing it in your on your terms and and it's under your control rather than just being told what to do. And you know, like it's. So it goes both ways. Someone who feels like they're being told what to do, it's not nice. And someone who feels like they've told them what to do, it's not a nice dynamic. And it's not the right dynamic for a happy and successful marriage. Like a successful marriage is when you're both equally concerned about the welfare of of your spouse, like of the other person. So that's what we're trying to establish here. And it's ways of showing that you are concerned about their welfare and hopefully in a way that they recognise. Like if you, I, I talk about the love languages a lot. If you don't know your partner's love language, or you don't know your own love language, I really encourage you to find that out. Try and get your partner to do the survey or do it for them. Um, ask them the questions and just get them to answer you while you tick the boxes. Um, it's at fivelovelanguages.com. So if you're if they've got like two or three top love languages and they're asking you to do something and you're really struggling with that, think of one of the other love languages and do something in that love language for them. Or you know that they've got a goal that they're trying to achieve and you do something towards them achieving that goal. Or they've got a value that's really important to them and you do something that makes that value. So it's really kind of understanding a bit about them and then doing something to show that you care about that other perspective. And when you start to build that up and you're doing this voluntarily because you love them, not because you feel like you have to, then it's magic what can happen with your with your spouse. You know, they think, oh, this person must really love me if they're doing those things without me even asking and it starts to form this 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 understanding and this basis from which you can then start to say just a little bit you know a little bit by little bit say hey um, would it be possible if we could have this happen so that I can get some time to do whatever and asking for what you need but I guess the point of this kind of episode is to is to kind of give an understanding of yes it's important to be assertive in a relationship or did you know that it's important to be assertive in your relationship? Not aggressive, but assertive. But also that you need to understand the likelihood of getting what you're asking for is much, much higher if you've done a little bit of groundwork beforehand or if, if there's certain things in place in your relationship first. So maybe you want to have a go this week at asking for something you need or maybe you want to have a go this week at thinking about some things you can do to build up that feeling of being loved and respected in your partner and then asking for something that you need, ask for something little to start with if you're a bit unconfident, but otherwise just remember that it's it's not healthy to never ask for what you want, but it's also not healthy to always continually asking for what you want and not thinking about the other person and what they need as well. So I hope that's helped and encouraged you. I hope you have an awesome week. Thank you so much for listening. I'm very excited because we are getting close to episode 50, which is going to be a very, very special episode. I will. So today is episode 48, and I'm going to talk about a bit, a bit more about what we're going to do in episode 50 next time. So have a great week. I'll catch you then. Ka kite.